0: You're listening to Bellwether's podcast with Matthews Joseph. Hey there, people. Thank you so much for tuning in to Bellwether's podcast. And today we have Blessen Virgis, the founder of Bless Creatics, and also the co-founder of One Try Protections. So Blessen bless Virgis, welcome to uh, Bellwether's podcast.
1: Thank you very much, man. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. And I'm really looking forward to you know, what we have in store for the episode today
0: definitely definitely i believe a lot of people are going to be inspired by your story uh, the blessed creative story and you know the story of the blessed the blessed show the podcast and i think you'll be able to put on a bit of what you what you do so before we just like jump off um do you mind just like uh, telling what you do to the audience so just like so that they can be familiarized with what you do sure no problem so
1: hey everybody uh super happy to be here and uh, really looking forward to sharing all that we have uh, in store And uh, first of all, thank you very much for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, just giving a little bit of introduction, I am Blessin Virgis and uh, I'm originally from Kerala, India. Obviously, you can obviously figure out with the name, but uh, (laughs) we have, yeah. So my dad's a pastor and uh, we have been ministering here in Chhattisgarh, the northern part of India for the past uh, 23 years. And it's been an amazing journey. Uh, And... You know during the course of that time I somehow figured out somehow jumped on so it's a, it's a long story maybe I get to talk about it a little bit uh, in this episode I somehow jumped into the whole area of creativity and design and freelancing and all that stuff and that's how I founded Bless Critics so it's it's not a studio, I won't call it a studio, but this is my personal brand that I use to, uh, you know, offer my services, offer my branding services, identity and branding and, uh, you know, logo design, everything comes under that. So that's the story of Blessed Creatics and that's how I started out and right now I'm currently pursuing freelancing as a full-time uh, job at this point.
0: Wow, that's pretty cool. So yeah, that's the story of, that's the short story of uh, Blessing Burgers. But yes, we'll be getting to more about his story and how he actually transitioned into his passion, into his profession. So again, I think that would be uh, best if I ask that as my first question. So how were you able to explore your passion? You know, what most people actually consider as a side hustle into a full-time profession. Yeah,
1: that's quite a story. And I would like to share it because I think uh, a lot of people will relate to this. And, uh, yeah, coming from a perspective of a pastor's kid, I'm, I'm, i might also think that, you know, this will relate to a lot of the audience there as well. So, uh, I did my graduation in, uh, BBA, that's business administration, bachelor's in business administration. That's the only degree I hold. I'm not a fancy MBA holder or anything. I just have a BBA degree. So while I was pursuing my, uh, bachelor's course, uh, in the last semester, I so giving just giving a backstory, I had never failed any class uh, you know since my uh probably since my school time till college no, I had lot. never no, failed no, yeah uh, obviously I wasn't the you know the meritorious student, but I was an average student <laughs> uh, doing good passing out every exams and just getting along with studies but uh On my fifth semester, so probably people might relate to this, you know, we have campus placements uh, on our colleges. And on my fifth semester, so I enrolled for the campus placement. I got, uh, you know, jobs in two companies and uh, I had the offer letter as well. And I was super pumped and I was like, all right, let's let's do this. Let's, you know, get along with this. Just how every other uh, every other individual would like to do it you know, do BBA, get a job and then start working and then probably maybe do MBA somewhere around so that you can get promoted. That's the whole, you know, the cycle of uh, usual Indian mindset. Anyway, so that's what I was looking forward to. But to my surprise, God had uh, something different planned for me. And uh, in my sixth semester, I failed in one subject just for three marks. And uh, it was it was so surprising for me because it was it was the 6th semester one subject and just for 3 marks and i tried my best to you know get get it evaluated get it rechecked and hoping that you know there might have been some errors or issues or anything or just maybe you know just as we say hoping for a miracle to get it <laughs> clear so that i can get along but uh, it just didn't happen and uh, just as we say you know god always has something other something or the other that you might not have imagined Now, I was at home because you have to wait for the next round of exams. I was at home for six months waiting for my next round of exams. And that's just one subject. That's the only subject that I have to give my exam for. So obviously, I'm not going to study one subject for the next six months. Um, I was a little bit interested in design. I used to design business cards for friends and families. That's how we start, right? Um, Friends and families are designing posters here and there, flyers here and there for church meetings and... of that stuff but that was nothing at all into serious business but I was always curious about design I was always curious about creativity and you know how people do but because we lived in a very interior place people those who don't know Chhattisgarh is a very tribal area and uh, it was originally part of Madhya Pradesh but uh, in 2000 uh, they divided the states and right now we have Chhattisgarh and Madhya Pradesh as individual states. So Chhattisgarh is a very tribal region area. You know, the majority of the people here are Adivasis. And point is, uh, my father was called to ministry and he decided to come here. And even in Chhattisgarh, we live in a place called Kankir, which is uh, 140 kilometers from the capital of Chhattisgarh, that is Raipur. So that in itself is a very interior part of the you know state, the Kankir city so we don't have exposure to a lot of such creative fields you know we don't have exposure to a lot of fancy designs or fancy packaging or fancy branding and all of that you know how it is in Indian interior states they don't care anything about what the aesthetics is or what your you know design language is that's not at all a point just they check the money what's the budget just tell me if it's price if it's cheap or if it's pricey that's all I need to know Point is, we didn't have exposure to such things. But for some reason, you know, I always was curious. And I do believe that was God's plan of, you know, letting me into this whole path of creative field, even living in such place. And I started learning about it. And I was like, I'm anyway at home doing nothing for the next six months. Why not use it a little productive and maybe start something? I originally had a Facebook page that was for photography, well, it's horrible, but, uh, you, you know, you, you know, when you're young and you just take some good pictures and you think that, oh, that's nice. Probably I might be into photography or something. And you just start a Facebook page or an Instagram page, start posting them, add watermarks to make it more professional and look it like look like a legit thing. I had a Facebook page originally, but uh, that was A big flop. Anyway, (laughs) then um, I started this page on Instagram and I called it Bless Creatix. Now, a lot of people might think, is that that even a word? That Creatix, is that even a word? (laughs) So just let let me make it clear. That's not at all a word. It's completely made up uh, version. And uh, the the idea behind that name was because I was doing creative graphics. So I just combined (laughs) these two words and came up with Creatix. I know it sounds super cringy, but to my uh, defense, uh, you know, I have all the domains. I have all the usernames right now in all social platforms and it's completely owned by me. It's super original. So that's something that I later figured out that, you know, that was something accidentally happened, but it's good. Anyway, I started this page called Bless Critics and I started posting random stuff. That's how I come across logo design and I find out that, you know, there's something called logo design and people do it legit for full-time job. So I was, my mind was blown away that people are sitting there designing logos and getting paid for it and that's the full-time job, dude. Like, how in the world can you imagine people doing that? Living in such an area, that's a, like a whole new world for you, right? And that's how I found out about logo design. And I was very curious. I was always curious about design. And then I, when I discovered logo design, I was like, I want to know about it. I want to learn about it. I started reaching out to random designers on Instagram, DMing them like, hey, how do you do it? What do you do it? And I figured out that, you know, they are doing just logo design as a full-time thing. And that's what they specialize in. So I was like, "You you don't do any other graphic design stuff like poster designs, business cards or something. They said, no, we're just logo designers. Probably they might be thinking that, you know, what weirdo to just go and ask this. But that was a completely new world, world for me. Anyway, you know, cutting the story short, I start, started this page and I started uploading my designs as well. And then I did something called Lettermark Exploration. Uh Just a short introduction about that. So it's a variation of a letter, like six variations of single letters on different types. And, you know, probably like you you might see the icon A or the letter A in different styles, but still A, right? So I did that and I did it from A to Z. That's that's when uh, my account kind of got into the, uh, you know, explore page and people started finding out. They started looking out for designs that I had in my page. And I got my first client through that lettermark exploration. And that was just, just you know, my mind was blown. Like I was sitting here in in a very tribal city in Chhattisgarh in India. <laughs> and I was working for someone, I don't know, somewhere in Paris or something. And uh, I got paid. Wow. And I was like, uh, so this thing works. This thing is not <laughs> something that people, you know, just make fun of. But this is legit stuff. And I told my parents and they were like, okay, cool, nice. You can try it out for the next six months because anyway, you're at home. You're not, (laughs) you're not wasting your time. They were not at all confident about this. Obviously, I'm no surprise, (laughs) but that's how I got into it. And I was like, few, few months in, I started getting uh, regular inquiries and I started getting uh, more, you know, interaction and more exposure in the community itself, the design community itself. I was like, uh few months in, and I told my dad that, you know, I'm thinking of pursuing it seriously. So he's like, what do you mean, pursuing it seriously? So I said, I'm thinking of doing it full time. So it was like, you're, you're, you're trying to tell me that you will be here, sitting in the front of your computer, and you will be doing it full time. I said, yeah, because people do it. They said that we don't know anyone who does it. So... <laughs> How how are we going to believe you? But uh, I don't blame anyone because there's no surprise. You know, it's it's a total new concept for even in India right now as well. It's a very new concept, it's a very fresh concept. It's Freelancing. an emerging and,
0: one.
1: Yeah, it's a very even in and that surprises me because India is such a big developing country, but right now we still are not educated enough to a point where people can think though no, he can work as an entrepreneur or a freelancer and make a living out of it. But uh, you know, I always I always knew that God has, now that I got into this field, I always knew that I cannot go back to 9-to-5 jobs. That's not at all my, you know, <laughs> my type of thing. Technically, I took biology in 11th standard, okay, to become a doctor. And uh, why did I took biology? Because I wanted to get rid of maths. So you can just figure out how crazy my thinking was <laughs> back then. But starting from taking to biology to coming down to doing BBA and then failing a subject and then sitting at home and then figuring out, you know, exploring this new thing and then trying to tell my parents that this is what I would like to do. You can imagine the whole, you know, chaos in their mind, like what's what's going wrong? Like it was all okay until he was at 11 (laughs) standard. But I praise God that, you know, they were not too... Uh, opposing about it obviously they had their concerns but that was like if you think this is something that will work out if you think that God uh, you know wants to take you into this path pray about it and uh, we will do our part so I prayed about it and I, I prayed about this and I said God if this is what you intend for me to do you have to provide you have to you know open doors to this I can't just sit here and expect that things will happen and just go ahead with it. Like I need to have some sort of sign and some sort of, you know, confirmation that this is what it is. And uh, by God's grace, you know, I started getting regular, regular clients. And, you know, at that very young age, it still surprises me, at that very young age, I was able to manage a freelancing business. I still don't know how I did that. All I can, you know, end up in conclusion is it was just God's grace that because he had it already in plan for you so you know he carries everything away so because we don't have any business person in our family background we don't have any entrepreneurs or people who are managing business or something like that everybody's into maybe nine to five or maybe into ministry so it was a very su- big surprise for me so that's i don't know if, if it's too long but that's how you know blessed Critics started out and um yeah I'm, I'm currently pursuing it as a full-time job and i'm very glad and very proud and you know it's a it's it's such a proud feeling for me that i every day i get up and do what i love and not something that i have to force myself to do it
0: no i think that's a pretty legit story i mean you know when you tell your story i i believe that it inspires a lot of people because uh, I think, you know, somebody who took biology then went into uh, BBA and then went into being a, uh, being, uh, being a logo designer. I mean, that's a pretty crazy path. I mean, and, yeah. you know, I think you might be one of the first people to do that, but I think that's going to inspire a lot of people to to, to take a look at their paths and, you know, go after their passions. And I think in, in our generation or in our culture uh, where yeah. we think, you know, it is like education matters the most. I mean, yes, education mm-hmm. do matter but you know after a point it's all about what you want to do and are you yeah. doing what you want to do i mean is your work your passion yeah. because you know as like we were discussing earlier if your work is not your passion then it'll start stressing yep. you out and then that becomes a burden for you because if it's yep. not your passion then you know i think it's a it's a it's a big big question mark whether you should do it or not so you know i think that's pretty cool and uh, also going on for the next question you know I really want to ask yeah. you about this uh, so you know I think you were pretty much consistent in designing and also you were like very much persistent in doing, uh, in doing what you were actually doing so how do you think consistency and persistence uh, defines professionals in, cre- in the creative industry and also how do you think that actually defines one's particular character in life
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's a pretty good question and something that you know as creatives, and especially at Christian, you know, creatives, creatives who are, are into faith and things, they should very much, um, you know, pay attention to this because consistency is something that. So I, I also happen to, you know, educate a little bit uh, on my Instagram profile, just just sharing my experiences and yeah, yeah, I the one there. thing, it's
0: pretty informative.
1: Yeah. Yes. So the one thing that I always keep saying is be consistent, and this is something that most of the people suggest most of the people who are in industry suggest, and this is not just for creative field. I think in anything in life, if you really want to pursue anything. Consistency is something that will always, you know, get you to the level of excellence. And how how does it define one's character? And, you know, how how is it, how, how is persistency or consistency a definition in professionals in creative career? I would say when you are consistent, it gives you the momentum you know it it provides you that momentum to keep going now i have been consistently posting on my instagram because right now the biggest portfolio that you have is your social platforms whether it be instagram or whether it be behance as designers or dribble as designers it can be anything maybe youtube for filmmakers and you know Stuff like Spotify for audio audio guys who are into audio production and music production and things. When you are consistent, because right now we are we are at a world it's super crowded. You know, it's it's super crowded, and you have to really stand out for uh, getting your name out there. Now, this is not about name or fame, but when we are into creative industry, obviously we have to put ourselves out there so that we can get more work. Consistency gives you that momentum. And once you have the momentum, you have that motivation to keep going. You have the motivation to achieve more. You have the motivation to get to a level where you might not have did that if you didn't have the momentum. So consistency is super important if you really want to get the momentum, if you really want to get the motivation going to get ahead in the creative industry, how does it define one's character? It's super simple. If you love something, if you, you know, let's say, let's take the example of God's love and let's connect it with, you know, creative field. God is always consistent in loving us. doesn't matter like where we are or doesn't matter on what state we are. He's always consistent. And starting from the, you know, beginning of the story in the Bible that is, Uh, Adam and Eve to till today in our lives, there has been no way you can say that God was inconsistent in his love. It's still consistent and we believe and we know that it is going to be an eternal love. So the best example as, you know, creatives and as people who believers we have is that God is the prime example of consistency. God is the prime example of how being consistent really works and really gives you that, um, advantage of other people so i would say consistency is something that not only creatives but in life we should never you know forget about it i was listening to a podcast the other day and they said how uh you know in america and not only in america i think in every country this happens is that every january the gyms are super packed like you know they are all jam-packed <laughs> because people take resolutions to get fit and get going and gyms are super packed till like 15th of january and everybody's out there and posting selfies and telling this year I'm going to be fit from fat to fit or whatever the hashtags are. And uh, slowly it starts fading out. And by February, you see nobody out there, just the only ones those who have been consistent for the past few months or years. So that gives us an example of how, as humans, we are so inconsistent with things. And even with our daily habits, even with our relationships, we need to be very much consistent yeah. and definitely jesus is the best best example that we can take always anytime always to be always consistent with the things we do
0: definitely you know i'm actually reminded by two of uh, two major quotes and one of them is like consistency consistency compounds you know that's actually very much true because mm. what you know, mm. it just compounds over time and another one quote by dr john maxwell he says like this don't quit until you compound so mm. and how do you compound you actually do it consistently so it's actually that Absolutely. simple. I mean, it's it's actually yeah. you know it's actually very simple, but uh, it's, it's hard simple. to it's hard to do it in practicality. So yeah. you know, and consistency is like you know it's it's one of the hardest things to achieve. But once you achieve, it is actually one of the, like you know the easiest things mm. you know that you can keep going forward. So yeah, yep. that that's like pretty pretty great. What you just told, I know I think it's like pretty important. Uh, but how much consistency is needed? I mean, overall, uh, in every aspect of our life. And moving on, uh, uh, the next question is like about how COVID hit us. So, when COVID hit us, uh, mm-hmm. how do you think? Uh, how do you think, like as creatives, we should adapt mm-hmm. to uh, new trends in the industry?
1: Yeah, that's that's a very unique question. So, I I really like would like to talk about it because how would we like to adapt to COVID nineteen after effects? I think it's a very good time for us to understand the importance of being online. Uh, Why do I say that is because right now, if you can be anywhere to reach out everywhere that's online, you know, if you want to be at a point where you want to, you know, produce something, you want to gain something, you want to gain work, you want to gain more exposure or whatever that is, it's the best way. Right now, the best way is to be online. And I'm so happy that, you know, when COVID hit, people started uh, realizing the, the, you know, the aspect of working from home, the aspect of freelancing, because usually people were like very uh, naive about this. And they were like freelancers, they don't have to work a lot, you know, they just have to sit at home and probably <laughs> in their PJs and just, you know, do whatever they want. But right now, when people are working from home, they're trying to They're figuring out the whole uh, troubles and the whole issues or the whole scenario of what working from home looks like. I would say this is going to be a very normal thing from now on, you know, as COVID. And we we know this because many companies have permanently shifted their uh, employees to working from home employees. And this is something that we need to adapt that we don't have to stay in the mindset of getting out there or maybe reaching out to companies or maybe doing jobs at 9 to 5 jobs there are multiple opportunities and i find it so amusing that there are so many opportunity opportunities online you can you know pick up any skill that you have and literally just make a living out of it online the best you know people keep asking me I don't have the skill of designing. I don't have the skill of uh, maybe, let's say, filmmaking or audio production or anything like that. But as believers, we know that God has always uh, entrusted us with something or the other that we can give to others. And right now, the opportunity of online uh, education is so strong. Like you can, you know, you can use the opportunity of YouTube as a platform to teach others. So these are the things I think we need to adapt as creatives is to not neglect the, um, the power of online media, the power of uh, putting yourself out there, the power of personal branding, because this is something that a lot of people miss out on personal branding right now personal branding is your cv it's your resume that's what people is, people are going to see so take the take the you know benefit or take the advantage of having so much of opportunities online and use them to maybe also get a side hustle like you know if you are if you are a freelancer who's working in who is a writer freelancing writer maybe you have a passion for teaching people on how to speak on public uh, you know pe- speakings so you can make use of any platform like youtube or maybe skillshare get your classes out there and do a side business out of it right you can make ebooks you can make courses out of it and you can use your expertise little bit of expertise that you have to teach others those who don't know about it so it's a very good opportunity it's a very good time for us to understand the reality and importance of online media and make the most use of it
0: wow that's right. Like pretty and that's a pretty very straightforward answer and you know i think you know that and you know i mean we have like immense number of platforms today i mean not just instagram or behance or facebook i mean but we have like this particular site called freelancer.com where you can actually go there mm. and you can work for freelancing and that's just like one example that's like there's there're like countless many and, you know, I think we just need to take our time to research into all these things. And, you know, there is always, because everything can be transitioned to online, literally everything. Yep. Yep. I mean, because, you know, and I mean, I, I recently read that Amazon is actually starting a pharmacy that's actually online. So, you know, even, yeah. even something as a pharmacy something. is actually yep. being transitioned to online. So if, if that is possible, then I think it's pretty yep. easy for us to, you know, uh, just like we have, like have a computer. I mean, even, even, you don't even need to have a computer or laptop. You just need a yep. smartphone and a, a 3G connection that's like more than enough and you know we can do we can make money out of it so you know we we are in like a totally different um a a different era at a generation yep
1: and and i would also like to add on you know
0: if you if you think
1: that i don't believe that's true but if you think that you don't have any skill and you are not so much gifted or talented to do any you know stuff creative stuff right now people are hiring others online hiring people to just be their personal assistant You can just, you know, get their stuff done and they will be paying you. That's like, that's a thing right now. It's called virtual assistant. People are having VAs, virtual assistants. You can just, you know, they just want to get their stuff done. They don't have too much of time. You can just do that. Like, that's the easiest way you can leverage whatever time you have to get the most out of it. So. As we, meant, as we discussed, there are multiple opportunities. I think right now, if you sit down and start to explore, you'll find out like you can be a middleman and just sit there and just, you know, try to connect two people and you can make money out of it. So there are a lot of opportunities out there and you should make use of it.
0: Why not? Countless and impossible opportunities and you know, all you had to do is like put your mindset into it. So that was pretty cool from Blessing Virgus on to our last question of the day. So what do you think is the golden advice from Blessing Virgus? So I'm, I'm excited to hear that. (laughs) so
1: is there is there a time limit for the advice because if i go i just keep going and you can always stop me i
0: I think it's it's golden advice so it's not about the time limits (laughs) about the content so you know i'm actually i'm I'm cool with the time limit so it's cool (laughs) cool cool cool
1: yeah so the golden advice and i would specifically like to talk to you know creative people who are into creative uh, workflow maybe you know video production, audio production, or because I am into video production as well, a little bit of it. It's just that the little that we know, we have started that, doing, doing that. And anywhere, if you are in the creative field, something that I would like to always say is, to always believe in yourself. Yes, we do say that, believe in God. That's the first and foremost thing. That's the most important thing. But if you don't believe in yourself, indirectly, you're not believing in God because we get the strength, we get the power to do what we have through God. And through God, we are getting that. So first we, we need to also believe in ourselves that yes, we can do it. Yes, God has given us the capacity and God has given us what it takes to do what we want to do so believing in yourself is one of the things that i didn't do back when i started because i was always surrounded by the sounds of my you know usual uh, culture the usual society that used to say that this is probably not the best way to do yes you can do it side by side but just pursue something do something major like get an mba get a job and then you can figure out what you want to do but Believing in yourself is one of the most important things that I think uh, changed the whole perspective of how I want to take things ahead. Because when we believe in God, God has entrusted us with what he wants to do. And if we don't believe it, I I don't think that, you know, we can take it into execution. Now, one of the things that happens is believing in yourself. Sometimes it overrides God's will. You know, you you start thinking that, you know, I have you know god of what it takes i have got everything that needs to be done so that's where pride comes in but having a balance of believing in yourself and understanding god's will whether or not this is what god wants to do in our life whether or not this is what you know is intended from me is really going to help us so that's the one thing that i would say believing in yourself and we have already talked about it to be consistent to never give up to never feel Vary or to never be wary of doing things that are maybe not producing output at the right front, but uh, as you mentioned, consistency compound, and then it keeps growing and keeps growing, it keeps growing, and when you look back, you'll figure out how much you have learned. The best part about consistency is, I I always keep saying this, even if you are not uh, growing in the outside, when you keep consistently doing something, down the road, you'll figure out that you have learned so much because you kept doing it over and over again, over and over again. You kept keep doing it. And you have learned so much that now when you look back, you'll see that you have you are at a much better stage than when you were before you started doing consistently. So believing in yourself and being consistent, obviously believing in God and following God's will is the first and foremost thing. Because if that's not the base or foundation of what you do in life, it's of it's of no use, like, you you will be, <laughs> you will be good to just be there and, you know, do whatever you want, so, yeah, that's, I think, maybe, hopefully, that uh, inspires people and maybe help anyone who are doubting themselves, because I say that because I come from that experience, I have that experience where I had no belief in myself, and I was like, can I do it, like, handling a business, talking to, I was a very shy uh, kid, I still am, but, I, I couldn't even talk to people on phone you know let alone talking to them in person like face to face I was super shy about it because I was so less confident about myself whether or not it'll work out but you know freelancing pushed me because I had no option right I can't just we have to talk that, yeah, you have to do that <laughs> you have to do that I can't think that okay maybe my dad can talk to them in in you know in place of me that's not happening so god really pushed me with no option and god pushed me into this like no, you have to do it just like you know god pushed moses and he was like god was like no you have to go and do it moses had a lot of excuses right he was like i can't talk no, I, i'm not at all <laughs> i'm not at all worthy of doing it why are you choosing me who am i and all of those things so We should take that as a good example and believe in ourselves and trust God that, uh, you know, when we believe in ourselves, we're trusting God. We're believing in God that, yes, he has given us what it takes. But a fine line has to be made that we don't get into the line of pride uh, and understand God's will. And yeah, in right time and being patient in right time, God just works out. And that's the that's his nature.
0: That's the end line. I mean, you know, trust in yep. God and, you know, you know, things will work out in your favor. And I'm actually reminded, Absolutely. you know, if you take it any character that's said in the Bible, I mean, taking mm-hmm. Moses, David or Peter or Paul or, I mean, Jonah or anybody, even Noah mm-hmm. or Abraham, everybody had their own insecurities and, you know, and they're all inferiorities, but yep. God actually said, you know, no, no, that's not what you are defined by. You're defined by what I call you. And that's yeah. the primary as Christians or, uh, I mean, even, even in a secular perspective, I think the first thing that we should do is believe in ourselves that we are capable yep. of doing something. And unless and we don't do that, I don't think we can get anywhere. Because, yeah. you know, because there is something that God has already invested in us. And when we recognize that and when we you know, when we water that and, you know, it starts to grow and unless and you up the yeah. step, you know, that's, that's faith. And, you know, it's a, it's a whole, I mean, you know, yeah. that's, that's a whole another level perspective. And that, that, I mean, probably we'll talk about it in the second part <laughs> of when you come back again, but, you know, all right <laughs> sure. guys, that was blessed workers with his golden advice and on consistency on believing in yourself and how we should adapt to new trends. And, you know, and this, he's a pretty cool guy. And, you know, if you guys have any questions or any advice related stuff Uh, he's super super friendly on Instagram and he puts a lot of questionnaires and you know you're asking questions and all those things so be free feel free to hit him up and also check out one try productions and they're actually doing a few videos these days and you know I think the last one was like pretty cool and I really like that so you know and I think more is coming soon And yep. I think you guys should really check it out. And uh, he's a pretty super creative guy and he's a super friendly guy. And once again, Blessing, thank you so much uh, for being here on this podcast with us. Uh, it's Thank it's you. A, it's thank you very honor. much. Yeah. And it's I it's hope an honor out.
1: for me too. Yeah. It's an honor for me too. Thank you very much for all the kind words that you have said uh, to everybody listening out there. If, if I can be of any help in any way, feel free to reach out to me uh, on Instagram. Uh, you know, I have... Uh, the username is Bless Creatix. You can also maybe search for Bless Nworgis, and uh, I'll always be there. I would really like to connect with people, those who are listening, and know more about your stories. And especially, I'm really interested, uh, you know, in listening to creatives in the Christian industry. So I would, I would love to have a chat. Why not?
0: Cool. Once All again, right, thank you very
1: much for inviting me. Man.
0: All right. my pleasure. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. The links to Blessing his profile and his website and all One Try Productions, everything will be put up in the episode description. So please don't forget to check that out, and also stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. <music>